Hi friends, welcome to I Am Epiphany, where my guests and I share the epiphanies that come from our personal journeys. You will get to hear my thoughts on a wide range of topics from pop culture to social justice issues to simply navigating life as a Black millennial. I am your creator and host, author and speaker Bethany Epiphany, and it is my pleasure to welcome you back. Happy holiday, peeps. Now, you know I wasn't about to leave without an end-of-the-year episode. Eavesdrop on my end-of-the-year conversation with my girl, Martha Sanchez, and hear our friendship in action, where we talk about a variety of different things and discuss the lessons we've learned that we will carry into the new year. Here we go. Girl, you are on the line. I hear you. How's your connection? You know what? All of the little bars are showing as like fully connected. Hey girl, you're coming through as connected on my end as well. How you be, boo? Girl, I am I'm well. You know, I sometimes so um I'm I'm in you know, I'm in Mexico and I I just have trust issues with the internet here. And, and so and so it's really nice to hear that I'm like fully connected and that you can that you can see that I am. Um, but just so excited to talk to you too, Amiga. Girl, I'm excited too. And yes, I was thinking the same things about the Wi-Fi, but you know what? We're gonna make it do what it do. It's gonna turn out wonderfully. I have no intro. I have no anything prepared let me let me just kind of tell you what's going on so it's raining it's raining i know in la it's raining in la and you know people don't know how to drive in the rain and i had to go handle my bridesmaids duties i had to go pick up my dress pick up other things then i had to go pick up some food because my uncle is here and i just got back and I'm like, let's do this. Let's do this right now before mama goes to sleep, okay? Because I, do this. I, feel it. I feel it coming over me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Casting away the, the sleep angel. Like, no, I, I'm ready to record. And thank you for being willing to do this. Let Listen, y'all. Oh, let me... Let me officially welcome you. Welcome, Martha. You you guys are familiar with this beautiful voice. She has blessed this podcast many a time and has left us with countless epiphanies. And she is going to join me in closing out um, the year with this uh, final podcast for the year. And so I forgot that Martha was in Mexico. And so she she reminded me and I was like, oh, girl, you know, it's okay. Like, enjoy your vacation. Like I'll, I'll just do the, the pod, uh, solo or whatever. And she was like, no, (laughs) she was like, no, we got time. We can do this. So thank you, Martha, for setting aside your vacation time to record this episode with me. I appreciate it. How can I not? This is like, you're like one of my favorite amigas. And also I think, (laughs) I only laugh because I feel like you and I have always been close. I think mm-hmm. even when I didn't want to be your friend and like you were begging me to be my amiga, um, 
but we've been like really good friends and i think in these last two years of the pandemic like we even got closer and like mm -hmm. the vulnerability has been like a thousand percent and yeah. so um just like thinking about just like reflecting on everything that we've done in 2022 all the work that we've done on ourselves the accomplish accomplishments that we've had like professionally the growth that we've had like in our families and stuff i just I'm like, we are not gonna let the distance make, <laughs> not allow us to come together, especially especially when I got the time. Here. Amen, amen, Ashe. I felt everything about that. So just so the listeners know, so Martha has actually um, thought of the topic for this final podcast but before we get into that let the people know what you're doing in mexico oh my goodness okay i will um so i actually in this this past year my one of my aunts she passed away in august and i have two aunts who who work who work they live on this ranch that um my grandfather um purchased and many many years ago and i actually like have heard some stories just in my time of like being here. And um, they're just like these two solid, like strong ass women. And so um, back in August, I promised them that I would come back before the end of the year. And so considering that, you know, we're virtual, like still at work and, um, and I thought, okay, like, let me go and spend the holidays with them. It's um, two of them on this really huge property and and so I came I like surprised them so uh, currently I'm in Guanajuato Mexico and mm -hmm. it is a beautiful beautiful like um rural place um there's a lot of mesquite trees um acres and acres of of land cows chickens turkeys goats there's all kinds of things out here and um and definitely different from los angeles <laughs> um, and so i'm i'm out here visiting them and just like really enjoying my time with them spending asking them about my parents about my mom and how she was growing up and also asking them about the way that things were when they were growing up and it's just so funny it's funny and it's also like super enlightening and I'm just so humbled to be here and um, I'll be here for a total. I'll be in Mexico for like three weeks, which is the longest I've been in like my adult, in my adult life. Um, <laughs> so I guess I have to thank the pandemic for that. <laughs> that I'm like able to, to, you know, like be out here and spend some time, some time with them. Definitely missing my parents though, because I love huh. those two. Aww. So like, what are you going to do for New Year's Eve? So I don't know yet. I mean, it depends on like what, what they have planned out here. Like Bethany, like it's beautiful out here. I mean, it's, it's, um, at night you can see like all of the stars. There's so many fucking stars. I just like <laughs> love it. I love it. And then the moon is just like so big. Like these are the things that I like super appreciate. Like I don't like camping. I don't do that, but, and, and I hear that, like, when you go camping, then you can, like, see stars and, like, be one with, with, with the, the wilderness. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, like, a fan like that, but here, it's, it's, um, it's, it's just different, and, um, so I get, to, I get to 
I get to do that. That sounds amazing. That sounds like something I need to do being out with nature, but it's still like, you know, you're in a home, <laughs> you know, like I call that glamping girl. I think we can do it. Like, I think we can go to like, I don't know. So we, we could definitely do something like that, like near, near LA, somewhere in California, or like we can travel somewhere, but I'm not, I'm not down to like sleep in the floor anywhere. Like I'm not, not going to sleep in the tent. I've said this before. Like my parents went to the United States so that um, I can have a better life. I'm not about to sleep on the floor. Girl, I heard that. I heard that. I'm like, let the bugs have it. Um, I'm, I'm not here for it either. I'm totally down to glamp. You know what I'm saying? I just need something soft to sleep on. And unfortunately, right. the ground is not soft enough for me. So shout out to all you campers and, you know. Good like, for you guys. Good for you guys. Yeah. Like, I, my, my spirit is with you, but my body will be in my bed. Um, that's right. We're like so westernized, you know, like that's not the type of, that's not, that's not the, that's not the lifestyle I want to live, you know, like <laughs> I'm, I, I do support people that like that, that enjoy that. Um, I just want to do it in like the comfort and like warmth of a home, you know, I don't want to exactly. struggle like that. Like, I, I don't wh- either. I've had, I've, I've heard like of people who, I mean, this is like not super mind blowing, right. But people who are like, oh yeah, like we have to put our food in like some chest and lock it up because a bear might come and, and like try to like go through the food or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not, I, I don't want, I don't want to come across a, a bear. I'm not down for that. Like, no, mm-hmm. you. drop me off, mm-hmm. no. drop me off if- somewhere where I can be comfy. I mean, if the if there's a bear nearby, I just feel like that's a red flag. That's a right. huge sign that we shouldn't be here, and that's that's bear territory. So I feel like we're trespassing. You know what I'm saying? So I don't right. like to I trespass agree. on other people's property. So you know they can keep the lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my! And I will be in my bed. So exactly. I mean, totally down to glamp. Now the question is: Have you milked a cow? So I haven't milked a cow yet. Um, my tia, she said that if I try to milk a cow, one of the cows is like, it's going to kick me and <laughs> because it doesn't like know who I am. So mm-hmm. I think by the end of this trip, like I'm going to attempt it. We've already like discussed, we have a game plan. Um, oh, my tia Kukita, she said that like, she would allow me, but last time I was here, I confused a bull for a cow. And so she said, <laughs> That, that, um, you know, considering that, that she's, she just like, doesn't feel like super comfortable with me trying to milk a cow, which is valid, which is valid. I think it's totally valid, totally valid. Um, shout out to her because I would think the same. She's trying to keep me alive for sure. Amen. Amen. (laughs) I love her. And clearly she loves you too. So it sounds like you have enjoyed being one or being, you know, amongst nature that you have not fully engaged with the animals just yet, like you're warming up to them, but you have enjoyed their presence. I have, you know, all of the cows have names and I think that's cool. So I'm like learning their names and learning like their personalities because believe it or not, they have personalities, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just, 
you know, I, there's mosquitoes and stuff right now. So I'm trying to be like careful about that because mosquitoes love me and <laughs> uh, they just freaking love me. Like I had a mosquito bite on my face, which I don't know how it happened, but it did. Mm. Um, so, you know, I'm just trying to like stay away from those critters. Also, you know, on the ranch, there's just all kinds of wildlife. For example, there's frogs and like, you know, they don't do anything, but I also don't want them near me. So um, there is one of the, do- there's like four or five dogs here. And one of them just like really loves me. And I, I'm, I'm really enjoying that one. Um, <laughs> I can't remember its name right now, which is like totally wrong. Disrespectful. It's disrespectful. so disrespectful because it's like showing me so much love. It's so cute. Um, I'll send you a picture of, of that nugget. But well, I'll let, I'll let you know once that does happen and if there's a picture to show. What I can tell you is that I made masa, like for tamales, I made it with my aunt, um, which was pretty cool. I know that you you question some of my culinary skills. It's sad that you do that because I'm like pretty good. You can ask other people who have actually tried my food. Um, but... <laughs> but I made masa here and then we made tamales. So we're actually like prepped and ready. Like um, we're making tamales for um, Christmas. We made Christmas, we made, ta- we, we made tamales for Christmas Eve. Um, we're making ponche, which ponche mm-hmm. is like this fruity drink. And then you, you can do, um, you can add a piquete in it. And so piquete means like a shot of tequila. So I got that mm-hmm. and I'm ready for that. And then um, my tias made me buñuelos which are um like these really crunchy um like these crunchy it's 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 like it's it's a dessert it's um like how do i i, I want to describe it like near like closest to like a um it's like a flour tortilla but it's fried and then you mm-hmm. add um sugar and then you add um biloncillo which is i don't know how to i don't know what you call biloncillo um it's that like king sugar you melt it and then you add, um, what else do you add? Cinnamon and then you just, and you and you like glaze it over this thing. It's just like amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That sounds good. That sounds so we're good. doing that. Yeah, for, um, we're gonna make some pozole. Another aunt was like talking about killing a, um, a pig so we can make carnitas. Sorry to those vegans out there and vegetarians, but um all good you know there's all kinds of like meals that are happening out here learning quite a bit girl i would assume that you would and you know what yes i have questioned your culinary skills and you have questioned mine okay martha martha be throwing me shade because of you know i've had past hiccups Y'all know, you know, y'all, y'all have heard me talk about the cooking struggles. Um, but you know what? I've made some, some steps in the right direction. And Martha, I'm proud of what you've done. It's just sometimes I question how much of it she did and <laughs> how much of it was supported. You know what I'm saying? But I mean... You still did it though. You know, I ha- I have yet to taste it. You know, I have yet okay. to taste the meal. So there's that. But We're turning a corner for 2022, it sounds like. It does. It does. Amen. I'm here for it. I'm glad that you're enjoying yourself and that you're having a good time. 
I can't believe it's raining in LA. I I love the rain. Like I really enjoy it. Um, I hope that people get it together with the driving because I'm sure people don't know how to drive right now. They don't know how to drive in the rain. I I love the rain as well when I'm not driving in it. Love it even more when, you know, I have a cuddle buddy, but I don't. Yes, um, yes, yes. So there's that. Cuddles are my favorite. They're like they're the everyone's favorite. They're everyone's favorite. Like if someone yeah. says I don't like the cuddle, I'm just like, you don't like Something's affection? With you. Something's wrong with you. You know, I have this, um, this, this, um, so my sister, how how old is my nephew? He's six now. So six? Yeah. Yeah, he's six. Um, so she I gifted her a um like a pregnancy pillow. And um. and so for those of you who know what a pregnancy pillow is, like wraps around your body mm-hmm. and it just like cradles you. And she wanted she was like getting rid of it, and I was like, No, girl, let me get that pillow. It's like <laughs> the best pillow ever. Like it's like someone's holding you, but not, you know? And so like, right. it's, it's like pretty amazing. Like I'm not pregnant. I haven't been pregnant these past six years, um, but I have this, this pillow and it brings me like so much joy. It's like, uh, there's like, there definitely is, you know, something about just someone like holding you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, one of the things that, that, that I've learned this year was, was really about like my love languages. Bethany, what are your love languages? Oh, what are my love? My love languages are words of affirmation and quality time. Are we twins? Yes, obviously. Oh yeah, words of affirmation are like totally my thing. Like sometimes I like I def I I just I really appreciate they they go a long way for me. So how did you how did you figure this out? Did you do a test? Has it been like with your partner that you've had? Like, what is it? How did you find out? Yes, I did a test. I found out about the love languages and I was like, oh, this is interesting. So Google did the test and I was like, you know what? This makes sense. This totally makes sense. And it makes even more sense because a friend of mine was like, like, what, what are things that you want? Like, like gift wise, like. And I couldn't think of anything. And like, I, I enjoy gifts like anyone else, but I just really enjoy quality time. I just feel like a person's time is their life. And if they're willing to spend that time with you, like that's huge. And words of affirmation, I'm just like, words have energy. And when you're feeding me positive energy, I love that. And it's such like, it's so attractive. It's such a turn on. And I'm here for it. So. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love like hearing words of affirmation because like I'm a Gemini. I'm a true Gemini. Sometimes I like as a hobby, I like to worry about shit and I like to <laughs> overthink things. Um and usually I'm like so embarrassed that I don't like voice it out loud <laughs> because I'm like, oh girl, you just like you went off the rails right now. Um, mm-hmm. in order for me to give like words of affirmation, I have to feel like super comfortable with someone. Um, and, 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 and I mean, that's that quality time, the same way that you just like described it. I mean, time is like, as everyone knows, something that you can't get back, just mm-hmm. like be straight up with people. Like if you're, I mean, I, I, I think I've learned a lot in this last year about where do I want to spend my time? 
And like, mm-hmm. just because I have the time doesn't mean I need to spend it with certain people. You know what I mean? Right. And so I'm like, I've, I've gotten like super selective about it. And I think, um, I think I have this, you know, my personality, Bethany, like I, mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of people that, that appreciate like my energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't necessarily like giving my energy to just everyone. You know what I mean? Right. And I think I think as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that more and more, which is like crazy, mm-hmm. but I'm also like okay with it. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm learning to be a little bit more like selfish with like my time and like what I want. And um, I think in, in, you know, really in the last year and you've heard all of the tales of like dating and stuff that some of the people that I've like talked to um, or like dated this year, like really taught me just to be like more selfish with my time. Mm. Uh, and and from and also just like accepting myself more, you know, like mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking just like the way that I, you know, carry myself and the way that I um just like the way that I live my like my life I I taught I was like dating someone who like said that they made a comment about like my earrings and I thought mm-hmm. oh my god like I it, for someone it might be if this might sound just like super small and like insignificant but to me it's like part of my personality you know uh-huh. And so when this person was like, you know, are you comfortable wearing that? Like, what the fuck? I'm I'm wearing them already. Like, I don't I don't understand. You know, like really? I would never, yeah. And I would like, I would just like never like everyone has like their own style and stuff. And so I remember thinking, like, oh, is this person is this person like real? Like, are they are they right? Do they do they are they even being serious? Or someone else who, um, I went on a trip this past year and um, and this, this, this person that I was dating, um, like heard that I was going with someone that I, that I went to, that I, that was like, that I went to college with. And um, when he asked me about the person, like he assumed that it was a, that it was a girl. And so when mm-hmm. I told them that, like, that, no, it's, like, a guy and that we're just, like, friends, um, we're, mind you, we're, like, just dating. He told me that he didn't feel comfortable with me going on this trip. Wow. And I was, like, well, um, I hope that you don't think that I'm going to cancel my trip just because you're having some insecurities, you know? And, and then, and it ended like everything, which like, I was totally fine with because I started realizing more and more that this person had like some control issues that this person like wanted my time and like solely my time. And Mm -hmm. that meant that I wouldn't be able to like do the things that I like with my other friends and Mm -hmm. that like the opposite sex was threatening to to him and it was like super i I mean i didn't i wasn't like heartbroken about it but i was like definitely disappointed because this this adult man like was so insecure about things that they were like projecting them on me and i just 
I was able to like real recognize that pretty early on and then cut it off, you know? So I'm proud about that too. You should be. Amen to that. Nobody has time for insecurities. Um, I That's not my issue. And the thing about it is you think that by a certain age, the insecurities go away or the c- controllingness goes away. Um, but you realize that people are just at different stages of their development and that can be extremely disappointing. But I'm glad that you realized that your time wasn't needed there. <laughs> you didn't want to, you know, you had no desire to spend more of your time or life or energy around this person. And it sounds like, I mean, I was going to say this year, I mean, this year and last year, of course, but has had a lot of lessons for you. Too many lessons. <laughs> Too many <laughs> lessons. Sometimes I'm like, did I, did I really need to like go through that? I mean, I think I did. Part of mm-hmm. it is because um, I, I think this, I have like held off from like opening up um, because I just felt like I needed to do, I recognized that I needed to do like a lot of work on myself, right? Like I, I went back to therapy. Um, I worked on, on myself personally, you know, like self-esteem, just like acknowledging like past trauma, trying to move forward from it, like really adding to like my toolkit of like when you have these triggers, like how are you going to like manage them? And I think um, I've just, I've really been able to to focus on like the good things that have been going on in my life and have seen the glass half full rather than half empty and yeah. have really like leaned into like writing what what I feel and just also reflecting back and reading and being like, Dang, that was like a month ago or that was two months ago or that was like six months ago. And like how much growth like has happened between now and then. And rejecting the things that are no longer serving me, right? And so back to like being selfish, like so many people feel like being selfish has like such a negative connotation. And then for me, it's like totally the contrary. Like I want to make sure that like, whatever I'm doing that it's going to bring me joy that it's also going to like help me grow that if you're not necessarily like with it that's totally fine but this is like a journey that I'm that I'm on and I've even become like less not that I was like super judgmental but everyone's just like on a different journey and and most times like you don't even know what people are like going through so even, you know, the the things, these epiphanies that I've had, like, throughout the year, like, who am I sharing them with? Like, how am I, how am I expressing, like, that I care about someone, that I love someone, that I am, like, proud of them? Like, all of those things do most definitely, like, matter to me. And so just, like, thinking about how am I, how am I leaning into that more? And how am I carrying that, like, as I'm moving forward? Like, I'm 32. Like I know this this past year, I I like I really so I have someone who um she's such a she's such a kind person. I love her. She's really just like this amazing, amazing individual. And like she checks in on me often. She 
um, is someone who's like way older. She had her, she's married. She had her family, blah, blah, blah. And she's like asked me, like, do you want to like be a mom? And I'm like, shit, you know, like when I was 27, I thought like, I want like six kids, you know, like I want a bunch of kids. I want to be a mom. Like, I feel like I'm super maternal. And, um, you know, as like, I get old, like, I do realize that that's like, that is like something that I want. And I still want, I don't want six kids. Um, but I do, <laughs> but I do want like one or two. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've like talked to other friends about it and like how, how you, how, you know, they realize like, I don't want kids and like, they don't feel maternal. And if they have kids, great. And if they don't have kids, that's okay. But I, I know that that's like something that I want in my future. So like, what is that going to look like? And how am I like, I'm obviously not preparing right now to have a child, but I thought like, if I don't have a partner, like, am I comfortable bringing the child into this world by myself and mm-hmm. have realized that I am, you know, like, fortunately, oh, I, have really, yeah. I have like a, I have a great job. Like I'm growing professionally. I have a really great family. Like my, my parents are, are amazing. And it's not that I want to put a, the burden on them to like raise another child. My mom had six kids. Um, you know, my parents are, are, are still married and they have like two grandchildren. I see how much joy like my niece and my nephew have brought to like my parents. Like if I, if I did it by myself, like I know I, 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 I like this child would be brought into like a loving home. You know what I mean? So, um, Dang, I, I didn't really, like, think about talking about this here, but here we are. <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay, all right. Should we, Come. Should we delete this? From no. Even though I don't, I don't be doing a whole bunch of deleting and edits anyway. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm like, her. nervous now. Like, I don't want to scare anyone. But, uh-uh. you know. Don't be nervous at all. I feel like these are just lessons and revelations that, that you are having and the self-awareness is is building and also uh to to my peeps who are listening this episode is really just about the the lessons that we've learned this year a culmination of of the things that we've learned and you know the different moments and stuff and i feel like a lot of women would be on board with what you're talking about in terms of starting a family and you know with or without um, a a romantic partner and feeling confident in their ability to raise that child so I definitely don't think you're solo dolo on that I think in terms of family for me it's like same to you I similarly I've wanted the kids and the you know the hubby and the the whole shebang as I've gotten older and the season that I've gone through and just all these different things would I like to have kids absolutely mm-hmm. when would that be a happen great mama. you'd be a great Aww. mama Aww, can, you, can you picture us like rolling with our strollers in the park oh my god <laughs> We we would be really good moms. You would be a fantastic mom. I just don't know when that would happen, or you know if that would happen. And I'm kind of at the stage where, 
you know, if it happens, cool. If it doesn't happen, then I'm okay with that as well. And like getting older, I'm like, what are the, are there any health challenges that I would have to consider trying to conceive and or carry a child? And I just want to be with someone. I want to have a partner who's understanding. Basically, I want a partner who's like, if we have kids, cool. If we don't have kids, cool. Like, and I think, um, I don't know how easy or challenging that would be hard to find, but it's just as time is moving, you know, I'm not dating anybody. I would like to date someone for a certain amount of time before, you know, having a baby, you know what I'm saying? And um, moving to that, that next stage. So I just don't know. I just don't know. And so I'm kind of at, at peace with either or. Yeah. And, you know, kind of whatever happens, happens. And I just want my partner to be like the same, like if, if it's cool, like good, like, but no pressure. I think it can be really challenging to, as a woman to feel pressure to bear a child. Oh, for sure. To, like keep your mate and keep your man happy. And it's like, oh man, you're still not pregnant. Oh, you know, miscarriage. And I feel like there's just so much pressure and it's just, it sucks. And I just want to be with someone who is not pressuring me (laughs) and who is mindful of my body and, um, you know, everything. So I basically have to do some prayers for this man. I need to, (laughs) I need to build a man. (laughs) You know what? Praying for like your significant other is like a real thing, right? Like if you are spiritual and if that's like something that you believe, I mean, I am of the of the mind of if you speak things into existence, they will happen, right? And Amen. so I I personally like with like thinking about wanting to be like a mother and also like not having a partner. Um, I mean, I I know that independently, like that's something that I'm like choosing. And if there's like a partner that wants to like, that that's aligned with them, then that's fantastic. But if there's like someone that doesn't want to, then just like being up front and being like, I'm not, this is like not the plan for me. Um, is is fine. Right. Like, I think, um, there are a lot of pressures about be like, as women that we put on ourselves that society puts on us to be mothers. And so like, if you don't want to, or if you're having trouble conceiving, I mean, those are all things that like, one, I, this, this year, this, this year is actually the year that I'm like, I'm, I'm not asking people, like, I'm not asking my friends or other women, like, are you having a child or do you Mm -hmm. want to get pregnant? Or because Mm -hmm. what I've learned, what I'm learning is that people are going through like their own journeys, like women, people are having, I mean, women are having these miscarriages and like, are the mental health effects of that I mean it's a lot and so one if none of my business two if like I had a friend or a sibling or whatever that told me about the challenges of them like getting pregnant then then that's when I I mean and if they feel comfortable talking to me about it like I'm that's that's fine but I'm not asking my my girlfriends like hey when are you having a child because right. like the reality is that it's scary. It's like one personally, I hate needles, and and so like mm. 
I know that like when you're going to have a baby, they put that needle like on your, on in your hand. You know which needle I'm talking about? The one like right on the top of like your hand. You know? Do you know? Uh -huh. Like uh -huh. I don't want that. I don't want that. But you know what? Like I'm I'm willing to, as long as there's someone there to like hold my hand. And by that someone, I'm also including my mom. Like come hold my hand because I'm scared. Um, I like if you want to like have a child and like you're you're getting older because you know after 35 it's considered a geriatric pregnancy like which is I, crazy I mean, which is fucking crazy that's why like i started i started calling the lakers a geriatric basketball team because they're all, <laughs> so many of them are over 35 no no shade to the to the lakers love them i'm a super big fan of lebron and but like you know, if women are being called um, geri like geriatric at 35, like geriatric preg pregnancy, I'm going to call the Lakers the same. Um, Girl. But I, I like going to a doctor and talking about like, is everything like working or like what are like some of the challenges or can you afford like freezing eggs and like doing all these things? I mean, they're very real things. And so they're like, real things. I'm not going to say that I have not not had that conversation with my practitioner. Um, but like, if it, it's it's like, it's a challenging thing, especially when you're going into it by yourself. I like to prepare for things. And so, you know, I, sometimes I just like over ask, but they're doctors. So it's fine. That's it's cool. Um, <laughs> we should be asking. You also, should. another like revelation that I had this year is like, I don't, and, and this is just me when like someone tells me that they're dating to like get married, that's like a red flag to me. And I'll really? Interesting. It's a red flag. It's a red flag because I think, um, I'm, I personally am like dating to find a life partner. I'm not dating to like necessarily like get married. I mm. think a lot of people find and and some people would say well martha that's like the same thing but i like see it somewhat different i've seen some people who have said i'm like dating to get married they get married and they think that they're so aligned with their partner and then they're not so what they uh -huh. did have in common was that they wanted to get married right and uh -huh. so if something leads for me like finding a life partner if something leads to like eventually getting married and like bringing like two families together and like starting your own family and this and that that's amazing but i like i don't want to be like um have like blinders on for like for some of the things that i think are super important you know like right how do you how do you see like how do you view family like how do you view like the future like how do you view like these problems that like you know how do you how do you work through problems and all that stuff because sometimes with just like wanting to get married, people focus on are like hyper focus on that that they're not asking questions that they should be asking. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I get that, and I've heard um, that that same um, idea, that same perspective before, and I definitely, I totally get it. Like on in terms of marriage, I'm like. I'm growing and evolving in that area. <laughs> Sharpening <laughs> my perspective on that. Like, of course, you know, wanted to get married and wanted the whole shebang. Um, now, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't what know. What changed? I think what changed is the amount of people I know who have gotten divorced 
or the amount of people I know who got married for the wrong reasons. Um, the even though I've seen the the beauty of marriage, and I've seen you know couples that have lasted and are loving and supportive. You know, I've also seen the the other side of that, and I think with anything, there there are positives and negatives to it. And I think marriage is one of those terms where we all know are very familiar with this term, but we have a different idea of what it means. Right? We've all painted right. a specific picture of what marriage looks like, and for one person, it looks like okay. You're not going out, out on trips with your with your friends, right? With with male friends. For another one, it means so um, you need to. Um, I want you to be a, a stay at home mother. I don't want you to pursue a career. Um, it could mean you know I'm head of the house and what I say goes. Um, it could mean you know it can mean a lot of different things, and I think everybody has to tailor their marriage to what suits them best. And I think that whatever route I go, um, what, whomever my partner will be, we just need to have a clear understanding of what it is that we, we both want right. and can tailor it to our liking. And if we right. cannot, then we need to go our separate ways until we meet someone that we can be that with. Exactly. Girl, like, I'm not changing my last name. Like, I'm, I'm not doing it because you know what? For the past 32 years, I've had this name. I hear also it's pricey to try to change your name. Mm. I'm going to do it. Like, you want to treat me like property? No. <laughs> I know it's not. It's not I'm, I'm just kidding. It's, it's not about being treated like like property. But um, I just, I find that, like, I've already been like Martha Sanchez for 32 years mm -hmm. but I don't think I need to change it you know I feel you I definitely you understand that. I don't know I don't know like I honestly like the things I thought about marriage and what I thought I wanted are evolving so I'm really at this stage where I'm like I don't know your flex your my what are you flex? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, okay, well, like, do do I really want to like change my name and go through that like process? And it's not about I again. I'm I was only joking about feeling like property or whatever. But like, how important is it to you, and why? Like, can mm -hmm. I like I don't want to hyphenate my name. I like if we were to have like children, like the children can like they don't need to hyphen like our na their names or whatever. Um, but I guess like that would definitely be something that like I would have to like discuss, but that I kind of feel like strongly about that I don't want to change it. And you shouldn't have to. And I think there are a lot of guys who are cool with that. Like it's not, you know, I, I think there are people who would be perfectly fine with that. And yeah. yeah. I think something else that I've learned is I don't like to argue. Like, I really, I just really don't like to argue. 
And if I feel like this is going down the road of a potential argument, I'll just say, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, whatever you say, however you feel is perfectly fine, Um, especially depending on, on the topic, because I'm like, okay. I've said my perspective, right? I'm in, it's one thing to have a conversation where you have opposing sides, right? And it's a conversation. And it's another thing to have like an argument. I feel like in a conversation, both sides are listening to each other, considering what the other one has said and you're responding, right? And then at some point, the conversation close, closes and you move on to something else. But the argument, I'm just like, yeah, because I, I was having a conversation with someone and I was trying to like shine light on a situation and like be, um, not just help them think of different ideas, but to also be encouraging. And the person at the time was not very receptive And so I was just like, okay, like, you know, sometimes if people aren't ready to receive your idea, your perspective, or even your encouragement, it's okay to just to stop. Right. And if, and when they're ready to receive it, that's when you can, you can give it or you can provide it. Um, But, you know, you can give them that opportunity again to hear your perspective, but sometimes you just got to be like, okay, girl, because I was just like, oh, all right, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> we, can, we can talk about something else or, you know, uh, we will, I'll TTYL. Um, but that's definitely <laughs> something I've learned. Like, I just don't, I don't want to argue. Um, you know, so we'll see how that works out in a relationship. But <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But, okay, so. It's not necessarily about arguing, but it's about gaining clarity. You know, like someone yes. like, tell me, like, let's have a conversation conversation. And I don't know why why sometimes it feels like, okay, we like arguments feel like terminal, you know, like our argu- mm-hmm. arguments feel like there's um there can't there there I I think there just can be definitely like this healthy discussion. Of right. like, why do you feel this way? Or like, why do you disagree with me? Or whatever it is, but also um, mutual understanding that you respect like one another. Um, right. I like, I don't necessarily, I don't like arguing because I think, um, I think growing up, I came, I, I somewhat saw like a lot of that. And, mm-hmm. and it's not just, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily with like, it wasn't just like with like my parents, but it was also with like extended family, right? And right. how like toxic that can be. And I've learned like as I'm older that arguing can be healthy. Like it, a mm-hmm. discussion can be healthy because like you gain clarity on like what the other person feels and like you you understand the misunderstandings of like conversation and like and you also understand that someone closing off isn't going to help like people move forward right and that some of those things like when they accumulate too much it's it's like a ticking bomb right Mm -hmm. and so like i appreciate like healthy discussion and i'm also uh the type of person that's like well why like Mm -hmm. and, and and it's not because i'm trying to be annoying but i just want to understand why like 
I am a, I was a Y child at, when I was younger, past like that three, four years old or whatever that they say, like your child's always going to be like saying, asking why this, why that? I'm just curious, you know, like I want to know why. And, and I can, and, but I've learned that I can respect like an opposing opinion. Um, right. It's really just a matter of if you have a genuine desire to understand why, to gain clarity, to have that conversation that will better inform both sides, right? That's one thing. And then there's another thing where it's just like this tit for tat going back and forth, or you just kind of shut me down if I'm trying to provide something positive or beneficial and so I just like all right well why won't we won't talk about that or you know we can (laughs) just drop it um and move forward um but that's that's one thing I've learned I was trying to think back to the three questions that you had I thought you had three I thought I I had three too and I can't remember what the other ones were (laughs) It was like, what did you learn this year? Is it what do you learn this year that you're going to take with you into the next year? Oh, yeah. I think that's another one. I think that's another one. Got you. Gosh, let me think. My desire to continue cooking, you know? Hey, there you go. I, I just recently actually got like a super, super, super thoughtful gift. Um, so, I mean, in the last two years, like I've been cooking a lot, like cast iron skillets, like watch out y'all. Cause I can make a whole bunch of stuff in that thing. Like, and I also have a smoker thanks to my 70 year old best friend, Mr. Winston. Um, <laughs> I love that man. He's so great. And he, before I left, he's like, Oh, I'm going to make like, I'm going to make this on for like Christmas day over. I was like, I'm actually not going to be around. But mm. let us, like, as soon as I, like, land back in Los Angeles, cook something for me. But I got, like, the, mm. like the, one of the most, like, thoughtful gifts, like, I've ever received, which is, like, a box where I can write down, like, my recipes and stuff. So, I mean, I'm learning how to cook more like my mom and, mm. like, make those, like, very traditional, like, Mexican type of dishes, like, birria and pozole and, like, menudo, all of those things. And, and so now I have like this little box that I like, if I ever wanted to like share it with my siblings and stuff and, or like, if I was to have kids, like they'd have these things, you know, and there's so much that's like rooted in like cooking, like tradition. And I thought about too, now I'm going into a tangent, but bear with me. Like I thought (laughs) about like, if I was to have like children or even me, just like, how am I still up, up, like, how am I maintaining like the traditional Mexican things that I really enjoy? One mm-hmm. being the food, one being the traditions that we do like on, on in holidays, traveling to Mexico and being here on this property right now. Like last August, like, I mean, I was here for, for like a funeral and it hit me like, this is like the place where my mom grew up. This is the place where my dad used to come and pick up my mom. Like, you know, this is the, this land is where like my grandfather because he worked in in the in the united states like 
came here and bought this property and like has have work this land you know there is there's so much tradition here and so much history that like how can i maintain that and like mm-hmm. still continue to like honor them and 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 also just like reflect on the fact that like my these gen at gen from one generation to generation things change mm-hmm. but how do you maintain like all of the things that the things that your that our ancestors have like accomplished right like it's i mean i think about like my grandfather going to the united states and working in the fields and he was a bracero and that's the reason why he was able to like get um citizenship for my grandmother for my aunts and uncles you know like my life changed because of that action like which is which is crazy because you know <laughs> there's just like in the week that i've been here this this kid he's a kid he's 13 he he like rolled up to the ranch and was like selling produce right and then he had his little brother who's like 10 and um you know they were like weighing the produce doing this doing that the 10 year old charged me and i was like oh how old are you guys and he the guy one of them the guy the the kid was like i'm 13 and he's 10 and i was like oh and you drive like you drive this you drive this this truck van thing he's like yeah and i'm like do you need a license he's like no and i was like shit you know like imagine like if my parents would have been here like your 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 life could just be so different you know mm-hmm. and so um and so how do i just how do i honor them and continue to honor them like as i like get older i'm still like i'm still thinking about how do i do that like moving forward um because i have like so many feelings about it you know like how am i maintaining my spanish because also sometimes i i use the wrong words <laughs> Well, luckily you have family that can, you know, help you with that. And I think you just continue the legacy by continuing the stories and doing everything that you said in terms of keeping traditions alive and food alive. I mean, that's how they get past generation after generation. Just someone passes it down. Mm -hmm. So all you can do is just pass it down. And you can go to Arkansas for your yearly reunion. For my yearly reunion, this is true. I can. I wish I had, you know, a place in Africa that I knew that has an ancestral link. Um, But I, there is always Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I mean, I definitely plan on upholding and passing down things of that of my lineage um the things that i know so absolutely um what are you taking into 2022 since i hijacked your time (laughs) (laughs) what am i taking into 2022 um what am i taking into 2022 I am taking my uh, self-care slash spiritual practices that I've developed thus far. So the prayer time, the meditation. um, So I pray two times a day. I meditate once a day. I use the 
Headspace app, if any of you are familiar with Headspace, but it's a really great app to for for everyone. And no matter if you're a beginner or, you know, well seasoned in the meditation game. Um, but it's something that has definitely helped me um, in reading different spiritual books as well. Um, so I'll be taking that into the new year with me. Um, what else would I take into the new year? I'll be taking a level of compassion, you know, and, and understanding that I didn't have before uh, going through the season that I've gone through and, you know, giving people a little bit more grace. Um, That's right. Just because, as you said before, you never know what people are going through. And I've mentioned before on this podcast, just the power of thoughts, the power of our mind. And I just realize how so many people, myself, you know, being included has been run by their mind. You know, so you know how sometimes you might see um, a homeless person um, or someone who is clearly like mentally um, ill or somewhat they're walking around and they're like talking to themselves out loud you know people might judge that person or about that person when in reality we're doing that all the time right mm-hmm. it's just we're not saying it out loud and so a lot of us are being run by the mind instead of us being in, in control of it and so that was something that was a <clears throat> big mind shift for me even though it's something that I've known knowing it and then experiencing it for real for real is a different thing so that's I'm very mindful of what I consume um, musically um, entertainment wise I want to continue feeding myself positivity like I listen to gospel music now and before, like I didn't listen to gospel outside of church just because I loved like church and, you know, praise and worship at church. I felt like that was the best way to experience gospel music. But now I listen to it on a regular basis just to, again, feed myself something positive and beneficial. And, you know, it's, it's in there with my, with my ratchet, with my Afro beat with my uh with some trap with my with the trap yes girl jesus <laughs> jesus is is in the trap god is in the trap and people don't know that but that's what's popping so i'll be taking all of that awareness all of those those practices um the the understanding that i'm stronger than mm-hmm. i thought um so i'll be taking that with me and there was one more thing that asking for help asking for help asking for help because that is the muscle I need to make stronger flex it flex it I'm doing my best to flex (laughs) it should we tell them about I shared a little bit with them about it on the last pod, but my car stopped and the battery apparently was dead. And I just happened to be on the phone with Martha and she was like, oh, like I'm, I'm coming. Like I was like, what? Like stay where you at. 
and she has uh she let me use her AAA. And I was just so appreciative because your girl was in the parking lot, stuck, okay, just straight up <laughs> stuck. And then the battery we found out was very old. The battery was from 2016. And I just want to say in my defense, I took it to Jiffy Lube. I took it to Jiffy Lube. You know what I'm saying? And they said I was good. They So whose fault is it? You know what I'm saying? Because I did my part, you know? And I just, I was so grateful in that moment, not just for your support and your help, but I was just so grateful that that car didn't stop on me on the freeway. Amen. Oh you my know, God. like when I think about how I went to Temecula, girl, up there in the wilderness, uh-uh. like my car no, didn't stop. You. I'm like, thank you, God. Hey. Woo. I was so grateful in that very moment. So, yes, asking for help, that is what I will take with me. Um, into the new year. I feel I like there's it. something else. I feel like there's something else, but it's it's escaping me at the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, aside from my cooking, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take into 22 some self-love because I've, yes. done, I've done a whole lot of that. Um, you know, just like loving me, loving loving my body, you know, yes. um, appreciating like everything that appreciating that 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 it's okay to like love yourself you know like it's, mm-hmm. it's it's totally fine to to do that and if you're not giving yourself love like who is and right. so um so really that and also just trying to be like more mindful of like the of like others like everyone's mm-hmm. going through their own things like I shared and um being mindful that you know like basically not to try not taking like things personal like people are gonna yeah. make time for for who they want and what they want and um and sometimes like random shit is happening and you just like don't know about it right. so like not taking that personal and spending more time with like my family I think, um, like, my parents and stuff, like, I see them getting older and Uh having, like, a relationship with them and, like, understanding them as their, like, individuals and, like, not necessarily, like, my parents, right? Like, yeah, I think it's, it's, like, a different chapter of, of, like, friendship. Um, My dad and I have, like, a pretty close relationship and, like, a really close relationship, actually. And so, um, we've had like some conversations about just like things that I just I like, didn't imagine us like com- like actually talking about like my upbringing and like you know his him getting married when like him and my mom getting married and like the challenges that they experienced like grow like yeah, and as a couple and the way that they raised us and um why he was like so stubborn and mm-hmm. he my dad my dad wasn't a, like at growing up my dad wasn't very like affectionate like he didn't tell us that he loved us and and um or that he was like proud of us and like now it's like the complete opposite you know like mm-hmm. it, I mean it, it 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 takes a little bit out of him and he feels like weird about it 
um but he doesn't and so that's like a new thing for me to like I force that out of him I'm like dad tell me you love me he's like I love you and I'm like tell me you love me like you mean it and then he's like okay I do love you and I was like tell me you love um, I say papi dime que me quieres mucho and then he's like oh, Marta and and I'm like say it <laughs> so you know I I bother him until he actually says it but it's it's something that I think you know he didn't I don't think he necessarily saw that growing up. And so he didn't know how to show it to, to like his, to us. Um, uh, he's definitely done a better job with like my niece and nephew, <laughs> um, which is, which is lovely. And I'd love to see that for him and for them and, and, and for us to like still experience it while we have the time, you know? Yeah. And the other, the last thing is that professionally, like I'm just going to start, I'm going to keep it pushing, you know, like, what else can I do? Like this, what else can I accomplish? And like, how can I continue to push myself out of my comfort zone and like be uncomfortable? Sometimes too uncomfortable where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, mm -hmm. But acknowledging that I'm like committed and I want to grow and I'm going to do it. So I'm going to do that. And hopefully, you know, along in 2022 comes like, just like some really solid friendships and um and some relationships that that I can appreciate amen absolutely and you're gonna keep pushing forward like Martha doesn't you know she doesn't always toot her own horn but Martha's you know out here doing the damn thing so I'm very very proud of you and um I'm I'm right there with you I think I want to be more confident professionally. I think in 2019, I was. And then mm -hmm. going through this season, like I'm in the process of building my confidence back up professionally. And sometimes I'm like, oh my God, can I do this? Oh my God, like, is this possible? Yes, and can. I want to I wanna work on, you know, being having that positive mindset and when someone asks me how am I doing I want to be able to say I'm I'm good you know what I'm saying I think for a while I was nervous to say like if I was if I was feeling good having a good moment I was nervous to say that I was well because I was scared of not being well <laughs> and like yeah. um so and for a while I wasn't. And so I just want to be comfortable now saying like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually good, you know, and feel, feel good about it and feel confident about it. Um, so that's what, that's what I want to work on. I want to work on vocalizing my wellness to someone else. Um, so, yeah. I'm gonna hold you to it, Amiga. I'm gonna hold you. I know, to it. I know. <laughs> you already said it, you know. Be like, I know. And hopefully, know. hopefully, um, Omaria will let us see each other early in the new year. You know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, girl. Because I'm about to be boosted up. I'm about to get my boosted up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I'm so proud of us um, for too. making it through these two years. Um, and I've witnessed your growth and how you're you know, like continuing to blossom. 
And I just, I think it's so beautiful. I think you're so beautiful, not just physically, but because I've always thought you were beautiful physically, but just internally, you know, it's, it's shining through. And so I'm just really, really, really proud of you. And I know you're about to, you know, just keep on trucking and shooting up higher. And so I'm, I'm excited to continue to watch that for sure. And I love um, you, Bethany. I love, I you, love you, amiga. I love you uh, so much, and I'm I'm so glad that I gave you a shot at being my friend because, <laughs> like, I've been able to also see all of your growth and like, and 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 just like how committed you are to like your mental health, to your prof- like professional journey, to everything that you do. I mean, you reach so many people, Bethany, and like you are just like a powerhouse and the more and more that you like continue growing and remember that along your journey is 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 going to be vital and i know that our friendship is just going to be continue being so strong because amigas like us they're hard to come by they are so i'm proud of you i'm rooting for you and i'm gonna hold your ass accountable for everything i know (laughs) so whether it's us sitting at a restaurant crying and the waitress looking at us like something had happened, something did happen, <laughs> revelations, honey, um, some reflections, uh, carry on. You know, people also need to mind their business. They don't need to always be <laughs> trying to inquire what's going on. If you, if we want to let it be known, we will. And when we don't, we, we don't. Damn right. Absolutely. And now that you will be my accountability partner. I had this really strong feeling one day. It was like last week. And I just felt like I'm supposed to, like everything that happened this year was supposed to happen. And I got a very strong feeling that I'm supposed to come out of this stronger and brighter than I was before. And that I'm supposed to help others somehow as a result of this. I'm not sure how or what that's going to look like, um, but I just got that feeling. And so like I wrote it down in my journal and I also like recorded it on my my little uh, computer and my laptop. And I told my mom also... And so I told her, I'm just telling you this now. So just in case I'm having a day where I'm, you know, my vibrations aren't where I would like them to be. You just remind me of this. So I'm letting you know also so that you can hold me accountable. Just remember what I said and that this, I don't think any experience is in vain. You know, every experience is for something. Yeah. And that's the feeling I had. So I love it. Well, we're we're on this journey and I'm rooting for you and I will be holding you accountable. And I feel like a book is coming through, maybe a pie specifically <laughs> to tell me about the marketeering that we need to do. And I'm about to <laughs> I'm about to create that business plan. No one plays. Listen, I will definitely I'm come PR. to you. I'm all PR, okay? Listen, you're bomb with PR. So, okay. of course, I will come to you. So, it's it's said, it's been said, it's been written, it's been recorded. And so, 
on to the next chapter. So the next one. Uh, to all of my peeps who are listening, thank you for, you know, tagging along the ride and joining us in for our end of the year conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I hope you took something beneficial away from this season. Um, I hope you appreciated the transparency and the, and the honesty and um, hopefully you can um, have these types of conversations with your own circle and you can share the epiphanies that you have because we all have them. So until the next time, my friends, uh, stay blessed, stay grateful, and um, I'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Love you, B. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>Hey friends, thanks for listening. Please tune in every other Monday for a new episode of I Am Epiphany. You can learn more about me, Bethany Epiphany, at bethanyepiphany.com or follow me on Instagram at beepiphany. That is B-E-P-I-F-A-N-I. Until next time, everybody, peace.